okay. is admission, right? Time and confession and, you know, that's those are the steps you have to take in order for somebody to forgive you. In his case, you know, Brianna, his family, her family, and his fans. Welcome back to Four Angles. What's good, fam? What's going on? Today we're going to have a great conversation on uh, reputation repair. Um, I think there's some good examples of reputation repair in our society. And we're going to take a moment to kind of dissect what it's like when somebody gets trashed in the media, when they make a mistake or they say something that's wrong. And how, does, how do we respond to society? Do we give them a second chance? Do you get a second chance if you're an abuser or a racist or do do we kind of give you? That's a good question. I was actually recently asked this question. Yeah. What did you do? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do anything, but I had a friend ask me. Um, He had he had encountered an individual who he knew had been a molester. Or is or was, you know, I, I don't know. But who was a molester and was asking me how I would treat that individual. Mm. He, he was currently or he was... No, no, like... He, he had been. He had, had been. identified as a molester. Okay. So there he has a record. He has a history of <laughs> molesting little kids. Uh, well, you see my face? <laughs> I was looking for the details. <laughs> see, it's, uh, in that specific situation, it, it's... It, I would believe it's harder to have mercy because you could, if, if you know the person and you can see that they're repentive and they're really sorry, they're seeking for help, I see that you could not X them out of your life, but for sure you're never going to trust them around your kids ever. Do you forgive them? Yikes. So... That's a tricky part when it comes specifically to this. Maybe other topics as well, but just since we're talking about this specific topic right now, in my eyes, forgiveness is you giving up your right to accuse. So you want to say that you forgive them, but I would never let this person alone with my kid. If, if it's my friend's kid and I see like something's happening where they're, heading towards a place of being alone, I'm not, I'm going to be right there and be like, hey, what's up? So what you're effectively saying is that their reputation would not be repaired. Because that's what we're talking about. Right. We're not talking about the forgiveness aspect. Yeah. It's do, yeah. do we reset their character? Do they get a second chance? To, exactly. Do they get a free... Because it sounds like, which sounds what you're saying is no. Yeah, for example. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not, I mean... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really mad at you. Guys. Uh, hey, really quick. For example, somebody who deals with, like, a drug addiction, uh-huh. right? Like, I've had friends or family members that might have dealt with a drug addiction, and they've done things like, you know, even stole from their own parents, you know. Somebody mm-hmm. like that, you're not going to put crack in front of them. Right, mm-hmm. so I think there's different levels because the whole molesting yeah, it, it thing. Depends on the situation. Yeah, it just because uh, I feel like a drug addict after a while, after you're like thirty years sober, yeah, you're eventually going to ease the reins, and maybe you'll drink in front of them. You know, 
stuff like that. If, if the person feels that they're okay with it, I feel like you would trust them okay. after so long. But specifically with the child molestation, nah, bro. you don't ever want to risk that. So how did how did how did R. Kelly slide for so long then? It's because he makes us lie. Because <laughs> it's low key. I don't know. Because I feel like when we look at pop culture, we see examples of people who have reputations they want to repair. Whether it's like Roseanne Barr and the. Uh, what was she taking? What medication? She said she was like eating some medication that made her sleepy and then she was sending some wild tweets. You guys remember that story? No, no, I know the show got canceled. The show got canceled because she did something. It's Ambien. She was taking a sleeping aid, Ambien. Uh, And she was on Twitter saying like some crazy things and then blamed Ambien like the next day. And Ambien is, I mean, their manufacturer issued a statement like, this is not one of our listed side effects. I feel like, I feel like when you get a chance to see somebody's reputation mishap in public, we can judge it differently. And that's how it's, it is with like Chris Brown or Roseanne. Or, mm. What are we, how are we defining reputation repair? Like how would one repair their re- reputation? What would that look like? Are we saying that in the ca- in this case, in the case of, this molester, Yikes. he would get a free for all, like all of a sudden, like a blank slate where I don't see nobody that. sees him <laughs> in a different way, or nobody is cautious around him, or nobody tries to uh, put him, him in a situation where he might be tempted. Because we know that that inclination exists, right? Mm-hmm. We know an inclination is there. So, does that mean we just pretend it's not there? Is that what reputation repair looks like? Wait, I, I don't. I, I don't advocate people being stupid. I mean, you're not yeah, foolish. Yeah, yeah. You, you I, I would say it'll look like if you're an addict, and we struggled and struggled and struggled, and like let's say you had a coming to Jesus moment, and then you're starting to do the steps, and then you've consistently done the steps. I feel like in that scenario, your reputation would be repaired. So, who, who's an example of somebody who's had their reputation repaired? Who, who has successfully... I like the fact that you brought up Chris Brown. Because I feel like Chris Brown went through his situation, right? Everybody knows the history with him and Rihanna. He asked for forgiveness, right? I think that's the first step towards repairing your reputation. Okay. Is admission, right? Time and confession... And, you know, that's, those are the steps you have to take in order for somebody to forgive you. In his case, you know, Brianna, his family, her family, and his fans, because his career involves, you know, everybody that buys his music or listen to his, mm-hmm. listens to him. For me, with Chris Brown, I feel like it took, for me personally, it took some time. And then after his forgiveness, and then I started to feel more comfortable listening to him again. Right? I personally felt like I couldn't. Um, support him, his music, or buy something from him. Wow. When when all that stuff went down, you know, I kind of had to like mm-hmm. take a little break. But he repaired his reputation too. But I I feel like in time he repaired his reputation. See, breezy, right? Bro. And then he did multiple interviews. Yeah. She forgave him. You know, um, did she? Yeah, she she yeah. she for she yeah. Um, so then it sounds that. like we're describing reputation repair as a ongoing process. It has to be. I don't think your reputation can be repaired in an instant. And I would actually like to add a step to Jose's 
uh, 12-step plan <laughs> for reputation repair. For five easy payments, yeah. you too take Jose. <laughs> reputation repair class. Yeah. I'm going to add a step. I would say is not just to forgive, just the confession. Um, I'd also say that I'd like it to be demonstrated that that's not going to happen again. Right? So, like, let's say Chris Brown, like, had done that, and then, like, two years later, we heard that, like, he had choked up some other girl. And then, like, four years later, you know, like... Yeah. We're never... You're never going to get this back, bro. Fool me it, once. It, it, exactly. It, it's harder once. when there's a pattern. Exactly. Because but, it's now it's not just a mistake. Mm-hmm. Now it's a constant thing. And that's why I believe that it's a process, like Nate said. It has to be... It's a process if it's positive. It's a process if it's negative as well, too. Either way, it has to be seen as... Now, does it matter if it's somebody in your personal life? Like, repairing your reputation with your wife. I'm asking. There's a certain level, you know, R. Kelly, Chris Brown, and other people in the media, you mentioned Roseanne. That's one thing. But what about repairing your reputation, like, within your own family? Let's say with your brother, or mother, or with your wife, or a spouse. You know, because we... In those relationships, we go through roller coasters Mm -hmm. where we might disappoint right and we might need to repair and gain their trust back right so do you think that's really what ails us as a society is the inability to let go of our personal relationships wrongdoings like i almost feel like i hear you and i'm i i agree with you but like i almost feel like in our society, what ails us the most is our inability to, I would, I would almost say forgive those who have wronged others in a public way. For instance, if we take this a step further, mm. and we're talking about um, individuals who have been incarcerated mm. for murder, for drug abuse, for selling drugs, for mm. uh, sexual abuse, what do we think about those individuals as a society? Not just if if it were my brother in jail, yeah, right, and he seemed repentant about what he did. He served his time. I think it'd be much easier for me to forgive my brother and treat my brother like a normal individual than it would be if it was some stranger mm-hmm. sitting yeah. across from me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, as a society, how do we feel about those individuals? And we have more mercy when we are more familiar with the person. Yeah. Or, or when we think we're more familiar. Because we yeah. don't know these celebrities. But we think we do because they give us little snippets of like their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's harder for us to forgive people, I think, sometimes who are closer to us. If we turn a corner onto incarceration, though, I feel like because it's a governmental thing, there's the aspect of forgiveness. And then there's the aspect of being treated like a normal citizen. Right? So if you get out of jail and you are a felon... Mm-hmm. Should we really keep your voting rights? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, text you without representation. Okay, that's without representation is a real thing. Yeah. I mean, if these guys go to jail and they do their prison time, 
I mean, I feel like they A should be programs to help them stay out of there, and then B they should be coached back into being a normal citizen. That's a part of what forgiveness looks like. So are Not you saying? Them so are you life saying and saying you can never vote again? You can yeah. never be a part of. So are you saying their re, their background check should be like expunged? No, 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 no. I'm saying that there should be some type of program to help facilitate their transition back into citizenry. As opposed to making them live in like an underworld where I'm not going to get a job, I'm not going to be able to apply for this, I'm not going to be able to apply for that. There should be something that can but help integrate goes, that. This goes back to not being stupid, right? Mm-hmm. If we know a certain individual has an inclination towards feeling like he's at liberty to kill somebody or sell mm-hmm. drugs or he lives in an environment where that may be... The norm. The norm. Yeah. Right, so... If we know that that's what we have to help them with, that's their journey, that's their battle. Every one of us has a battle. Everyone has <laughs> faults, right? So if something like that happens, it, I feel, especially if you you're, if you did your time, you did your time, you're paying taxes, yeah, yeah. and you're doing everything according to the steps that somebody has laid out for you in order for you to repair or try to amend whatever it is that you've done. If you've served your community, you've served your served the society um, in what I think our government has deemed an appropriate sentence, which isn't always fair. But <laughs> it's I, another I, conversation. I, 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 it's another episode. <laughs> Coming back. But um, I think that going back to what Eden is saying, they should be treated like a normal human being. Now, there's the other side where. The individual, if, if, anyway, if they have progressed through that. Exactly. That's something. Exactly. There's the other side of that where somebody hasn't wanted to even make amends for what they've done. For They get out of jail, but they, they don't care to rehabilitate. They don't care mm-hmm. to follow the steps to repair their reputation. Mm-hmm. All they want is to go back to the same lifestyle, lifestyle they had before they were incarcerated. So mm-hmm. those individuals I don't believe should have voting rights. Is that something we agree with? Something uh, we disagree are we with? really gonna get into this? Because it's part e- of the conversation. E- even if even if they let's say they decide that they want this lifestyle, there's still laws being made that will affect them. So are these individuals gonna be paying taxes? Or they're not going to be paying taxes. <laughs> so it doesn't matter what they do. I think they it, have to pay taxes, no? Yeah. yeah so if pay. these laws are oh, affecting them, yeah. they need to be able to have a right to to have their two cents on... Even if they cause more harm to the society than... Even if they're not a functioning member of society. I, I, what if it doesn't have to be all or nothing? What if it could be there's some other way they could contribute? Let's say the ones that don't want to turn around at all or they don't want to make any type of progress or be in that process. What if there's another way for them to be a part of our decision-making process Mm -hmm. that was maybe... Less formal? I don't know. What else could we do other than voting? I I, I think... Is there a caucus? Can we make a prisoner caucus? You can definitely, if you don't have voting rights, if you don't have voting rights, but you know that there are certain laws or bills being introduced to the voting population that you want to have a say in, but you don't have voting rights, you can definitely definitely advocate for certain bills certain or, or try and reject so, them. Try and have conversations with people. You can definitely, you still have influence, but that's, I think that falls into the realm of 
repairing your reputation. And I feel the like work the, you do to, to repair. That's right. You're, at that point, you are becoming, I, I feel like, in a very real sense, becoming a very functioning member of society. Mm. It doesn't repair everything you've done. Yeah, it's yes. certainly not the end. end Unless though. they become part of the electoral college doesn't matter. <laughs> that is, that's another You're topic. You're not lying. That's another topic. Straight topics all night. That's another topic. I, I, so, I would, what you just said made me, it made me stumble upon this question. When we're talking about reputation repair, who does the repairing? Do we rep- like repair your reputation because we acknowledge your process and that you're getting better? Or do you, or is it just you? Or is it both is it both parties? No. Who does the repair of the reputation? The person who who committed the yeah who, who owns the reputation. But what if you what if you no, work yeah. to repair it and I don't and I don't, I don't acknowledge it? Is your reputation yeah, repaired? It's not. Your it's reputation not. is not something you can always control. I feel your reputation is repaired when the majority says it's repaired. Yeah, so it's two yeah. sided. So, so that's that's my that's you, my question. Though, it's them. Yes. That's yeah. what he's saying. I'm saying it's not you. It's a you can contribute to it, but ultimately yeah. society decides, decides on like, your reputation. Is your reputation repaired or not? What your you know story what I mean? will be. Society oh, will say right. how you're going to go down in the books. Were you a hero? Were you a villain? <laughs> like we can do as much as the we can. But as far as your yeah, seriously, the winner really does make history. Like, so <laughs> I feel like this is going to yeah, be. Yeah, I was going left, man. Left, no, 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 give no, us left, left, give us left. I was going to say, how do you repu- how do you repair your reputation if you were an ex porn star? <laughs> it was it was a joke. Some of them have done it actually. I mean, no. some of them have done it. They've kind of left that industry. <laughs> They've kind of left that industry. <laughs> <laughs> this hesitation. Yeah, I'm I'm catching myself. They've gone into radio or regular yeah. films or, or whatever that may be. Uh, I imagine I imagine at a certain level, I don't know if they've done this, but I imagine it if you if you wanted to become a public figure, that would probably be one That'd be of the rough. fastest ways <laughs> the to commercials would be to brutal. become a porn star and then leverage your Celebrityness to to pivot into radio politics, talk shows, politics. Well, that's happened already. Yeah, I was gonna say, no. guys, this is like this. This is an actual cakewalk. People do this. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like, but well, I was gonna ask something. Like, I feel like ten years ago this was like a big deal, but nowadays, like e-commerce opportunities, social media, like somebody coming out of jail specifically, like I feel like. If they just do a little bit of research online, like the opportunities for them are like endless. Entrepreneurship, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to depend yeah. on somebody else. You can start your own thing, and and you can just start a lawn cutting business. You You're know, right. and it's, yeah. and it's right. there's so much more opportunity than back in the day. There was a podcast, uh, Planet yeah. Money. They had an episode of a guy that was in jail and started a business. From jail, and when he got out, bro, I almost threw my stuff out. Are you serious? Very lucrative, yeah. Wow, I know they do the biggest degrees in there. You have maybe your reputation doesn't need to be repaired to hold you back. (laughs) So, let's take an example. This gentleman Mm -hmm. leaves jail and he is starting his own business. Another good gentleman, women go to jail, or women who lots of women go to jail, but let's say this. This individual is on his way to becoming successful or creating a, a good life for himself. Yeah. How does society view him? How do you think society views him? And how does that affect, in turn, how society views him? How does that affect 
society. It depends on who tells the story. Because yeah. I think that, like, if you look at our coverage of people who have had previous misdeeds. All right, so you remember when um we found out that Bernie Sanders wrote, like, weird erotic literature in college? <laughs> he did? Yeah. Like, when, when he was running. Did his reputation take a hit for that? I think I, I think they, they tried to se- they tried to sell it as such, and that's my point. Was Perception. That it, it depends on who's telling the story, mm. because if the person is trying to ruin you with it, then I mean, it could they could possibly do so. But if do you just, care, I'm, do I care about my own reputation? No, no, no. Do you care Bernie. that Bernie Sanders wrote erotic literature? Yes. No. Wait, is it? Weird? I didn't read it. <laughs> what's I'm my only is like what, let's how read weird, it. How weird is weird? Pull it up. Yeah, this is the Amazon. into the room. <laughs> well, here's, uh, here's why I'm asking is because I think some time ago, Kevin Hart went through something like that. Right? Yeah. So That's he, a good example. Yeah, it is. Yo, he, he lost he, the Oscars. Yo, he didn't give a damn. Yeah, he didn't care. <laughs> he didn't, and why? Because he felt like that's who he is. And he didn't feel as though he needed to apologize. And he he did, because he was living a different life. He did apologize to his he wife, was, though. No, 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 publicly. We're, Wait, we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah, he was talking about the same thing. He did something about cheating, and then he did something that lost him the Oscars. The yes. It's about, it's about oh, that, that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he didn't did care some, about that. He said something about homosexuality he that didn't. did not take well. Yeah, like 10 years before. Right. And so in 10 years, what he was saying is that when he was giving a response was that he's grown so much since then, and his beliefs and views From at back that time then were, different. were not, yeah. are way different now than yeah. they were back then. Now that can be seen, and this we go back to perception, right? That that can be seen like, bro, is a celebrity just trying to pivot and make his himself look better? But but he might be right. Yeah, he, but this is it valid? Is it possible? But here's I'm, I'm saying perception. Yeah. Is it valid? Is if I were in his shoes, would I want somebody to look at me and be like, yeah, he's allowed to grow? Yes, everybody, absolutely. Yes, that's everybody. how I would want somebody, somebody to see me. If somebody pulled up your 15 year old self, bro, right. Yeah, like right and now with the internet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't but that's what I'm saying is that somebody can easily see that and be like, "It's yeah. too late, bro. It's yeah. too late. You said it, and therefore you're branded for the rest of your life." Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times in our society, that's how we've, especially now, with a lot of politics and sides that we're taking, and you have to have felt a certain way about a specific group your entire life in order for your beliefs to be legitimized mm. and that's that's a problem for me because in general as humans i may believe something now and but in 10 evolves. more years it evolves. it evolves and becomes something else yeah. it either so, becomes strengthened or it weakens but this is the question though the way that he handled it i really feel like like is that a is that something that you could see yourself doing could you defend your own past misdeeds in that type of way or do you feel like you'd have to say i'm sorry 15 years ago I said XYZ like what what is your response if somebody really did pull up your old if you want to be in the limelight movies TV your publicist is going to tell you to apologize your agent is going to tell you to apologize and he did did, did, but tactfully Uh, I think he did it tactfully I think he he basically said listen listen I apologize if you took it the wrong way but this is something I said Many years ago, I was a different person back then. I'm different now. I don't said? think the same. Yeah, he said I felt like I read an article or response to that that was somebody felt like it wasn't a real apology. Because you know, what I mean, depending Why? on their their perspective, I think they probably belonged to that community and felt like they were 
here's wrong. The, here's what bugs me about that scenario yeah. or that situation is that they were trying to get him to jump through hoops yeah. in order to apologize to a group that he had already apologized to Current, in his yeah. own way, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I do think there was a little bit of pride there uh, on his part in the way that he didn't really want to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, he wanted to say what he said or what he emphasized was... Well, it's because he had already apologized. I'm sorry. Before, he had already said, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, and that's what he, what he was saying was that he was a different person, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, and he was saying that publicly yeah. in, on, through Twitter and through Instagram, his Instagram accounts Instagram. and whatnot. So the fact that the Oscars was trying to get him to do more than that was just, it was kind of annoying to me in a way. I think they were trying to actually tarnish his reputation. Do, you don't think so? Because well, I mean, why bring I that up out of the blue? I think the community that, that, mm. uh, that didn't like what he said certainly was trying to tarnish mm. his, unless they were trying to force him into uh, some, an, apology. an apology. I don't think the Oscars would try to tarnish. I think they were trying to see, will that community mess with him enough for us to keep him so we don't have to find somebody else last minute? Mm. Because they're here for the bottom line. They're here for the dollar. If everybody's happy, we're happy. If, we're, if they're not happy, then I'm sorry, we can't have you. So I think they put it out there just to float it to see like. Yeah. I guess I don't know how this works. Like I'm, I'm the way I see it is, oh, we invited this guy. Let's see if he's done anything, or did somebody, an other source, send it <laughs> bro, to them and say, do you know how, "Look, bro, they how do research. ridiculous that sounds!" Like it's just you would never find anybody to be yeah, exactly. <laughs> the host yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Oscars. Like maybe an eighty-year-old that they, they don't, they didn't have any type of the notion. Footage. The notion that you have to be perfect from the beginning of your life to the very end. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. It's like you can't make one mistake, or you're gonna get. But it's news, though. It sells news. It, it sells it headlines. Is. It keeps it your TV on. That's yeah. that's what this is about. It's not about. Do we really believe that people can be perfect and that we're not going to say something we're ever going to have to apologize for later? No. But when we get a chance to look at other people's and talk about it mm-hmm. and create, like, it, it sells something. And I think that's it's why. More, I, I think honestly, from my position, it's more impressive to see somebody who believes something so wholeheartedly, yeah. like the African American. Uh, people are inferior to whites, or that gay people are demons in disguise. It's more impressive to yeah. see somebody who believed that wholeheartedly and then was able to understand and start evolving into another mm. person who now sees that community as. Uh, brother or sister or I think that's just so much more impressive than what than what than somebody who from the beginning was like this is uh, this is a uh, we're the same and, and you know what you know why it's more impressive it's because it's not true all of us have had to work through some process of seeing something different or of understanding how we're different or mm-hmm. like we've all had to work through the process but not everybody's bold enough to put that process out there not the scenario not same scenarios but yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's true, that's true. Right. whether whether it is racism whether it is uh, homosexual like you're you're homophobic or something people who address their journey with that that's interesting to hear everybody can identify with that cuz on some level we are on a spectrum of like prejudice or of how if it's not we, our this, perspective. It's the other thing. It really is. And it really matters on the, the the political climate in our society which thing comes to the, to the forefront. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it now it's it's uh um 
white supremacists and uh, Republican parties and uh, political parties and the LGBT community. So right now it's that. But it in a decade, even 20 years, it might be different. I'm down for Tiki Torch, carrying people <laughs> to tell their story about how they, how they started to link up with other people. You guys, do you guys think there's a point of no return? For, for reputation yeah. repair? For example, Bill Cosby. You think he can come back? Hmm. I, I haven't been keeping up with Bill Cosby, so I don't know if he went to jail solely on I testimony witness. And that's or, if a, there, or if there was other type of that's evidence. That's ele- another element to it, right? Because it doesn't just happen with Bill Cosby. It also happens to, um, what's his, Weinstein? Harvey Harvey. Weinstein, yeah. This guy who, for so long, they abused their power mm-hmm. and didn't get caught. And they did it for so long because they didn't get caught. Uh, and then, all of a sudden, now that your exposed. troubles, your faults are in front of everybody, exposed, your dirty uh, laundry is exposed, yeah. Now you're asking for forgiveness. It would have been better for him to expose it himself like 40 years ago. Maybe we'd have, we would have taken it back like if he had kept it, been flying straight for the last 30 um, years. Bill Clinton. That man's a creeper still, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but people still love that man. I still like him. People, people still love him. I still chill with him. <laughs> still chill with him. <laughs> no, but I think that should wrap up our conversation on reputation repair. I feel like... I feel like... um. It's gonna have me thinking about. No, I'm not necessarily. Okay, so, yeah. So, <laughs> what, Jose, how would you? What advice would you give someone who did a oopsie, and is looking for redemption to I repair totally. their reputation? Read it back to us. What, what advice would you would you share with them? Like as like Eden said, I think I've already said that. <laughs> but but you know, in a nutshell, I think it it all starts with confession. Yeah. And just coming clean and asking for forgiveness. Coming clean and, and asking for forgiveness. And then kind of go from there to repair your reputation. <laughs> All right, Eden. Um, and then I, what I added to his before was just making sure that you, you let either the world or your person or your family, whoever you're repairing your reputation with, let them be able to see the change in you. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't see it, then we're going to be reminded that you're the same scumbag that you know, yeah. stole my money or molested my... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want to see that somebody's actually making steps to change in the right direction. All right, mate. Uh, I'm going to take a different position. I, f- I completely agree with what Jose and Eden said. Um, but I also feel like part of the responsibility lies on the society, the community, um, the, the community that sees this person struggling with whatever fault or sin or vice they have, right? So... I would say that uh, in dealing with these individuals, we should encourage them on a path, a journey of recuperation from whatever they're coming from, right? Whatever they're trying to repent or repair from. So I would say that our interaction with them says more about us than them, I guess. Yeah, that is true. So I would advise that repentance be the first step. Because uh, once you repent and you feel bad of what you did, um, then you would work on correcting yourself. And if you had a close-knit of friends that can hold you accountable, uh, that would also help too. I know earlier we talked about that it's, it's kind of like a two-step. The society has to accept you. But I really wouldn't focus too much on the society aspect. I would focus on getting you right and then 
by nature, or not by nature, but naturally I feel like society will accept you, but not, don't let that be a stress factor, like, oh, I got to prove myself to Jose, to Eden, you know, that's just what I would say. So, with that being said, uh, I would like to thank you guys uh, for tuning in. Uh, four angles. Four angles, no squares. No Don't squares. forget, please. Subscribe, comment, click the notification bell, like, share with your friends if you like the discussion today. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss, please email us, DM us, find us on social media. You know where we're at. Um, you know where we're at. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week. Next week. See you. Later.